Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hi, Kat. Hey, Tanya. What are you up to? I've got jet lag, Tanya. I don't know. My brain doesn't work. And I'm even drinking hydrate now. I'm drinking hydrate <laughs> to see if I can make my brain work better. Oh. So what you're telling me is you're out of balance. I am totally out of balance, but I do believe I have a strong immune system right now after going through all the airports on the whole, you know, whole of Europe and the whole East Coast of the U.S. And the, well, well, I touched into Canada too. That's it crazy. Quite the little trip back home. But um, I think since I have managed to not uh, get sick, knock on wood, that I have a very strong immune system. And what do you suppose you attribute that to? Yoga. And? <laughs> and healthy living. And what else? Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, you know, didn't even think about that. And you know what? On our trip to France, I did intermittent fasting the whole time. I normally do 17 hours fasting and eating seven, but I moved it to seven, 16 fasting and eating eight. And it worked great. Yeah, it's amazing. I know. It was great. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Still ate, you know, the French pastries and drank the French wine and, you know, still felt great. I love it for you. So what are we talking about today? Immune health. Immune health. Yes, we are. I'm excited about talking about immune health because of the time of year it is now. This is the time of year that people, I mean, we're always worried about our immune system, especially the past over two years are we over three now of worrying about COVID? Yeah. We've focused a lot more on our immune health, but this time of year, the fall, the winter is when it really gets right up in our face because we're stuck indoors a lot more and we're, we seem to be exposed to a lot more issues, you know, a lot more germs, you know, so we want to strengthen this, the immune system. Plus our diet changes. There's a lot less fresh fruit and a lot less fresh vegetables. We tend towards, you know, food that we can warm and reheat, which isn't always the best thing immunity wise, you know, mm -hmm. for nutrients and keeping nutrients high. Let's talk about basics for immune health, right? So kind of first thing out the gate is our immune system is going to stay high when our body is in balance. And when I say in balance, I mean physically balanced, mentally balanced, spiritually balanced. I always think about ever remember a time in your life where you were super duper duper stress building up to an event, whether it was moving your house or getting married or going on vacation and you were like super duper stressed and then you had the event and then you come down on the other side and immediately get sick. Absolutely. And it's because the body is like literally doing everything it can to keep you charged on task for what it is that you're working towards. And it's totally not paying any attention to your immune health. And so the minute that stressor is gone, your body goes, oh shit, we weren't also fighting off germs because we were too busy taking <laughs> care of handling your stress situation. The central nervous system can't manage both, right? Mm -hmm. And so stress is really a super big factor. So also is like general shock or you know, accidents or medical diagnoses or, you know, all of the likes, like, right? Because consider how hard your central nervous system has to work 
when you're in sort of shock or flight or fright, right? And so your body is in overdrive, like quite literally, you're using all the gas in the tank, you're burning it way faster than you should be. Like all of those pieces is contributing to why when all of a sudden the central nervous system doesn't have to do that anymore. And then it sends out all these like, oh, hey, we should check on the body. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we were totally forgetting about that and totally forgetting about that. And that's why your inflammation is up. And that's why your immunity is down. And right. And now, bam, that's why you get sick. Mm-hmm. You know, and I found it interesting doing a little more research on this, how, you know, the increasing of chronic inflammation, the inflammation is the natural part of the immune response. You know, in the short term, our inflammation response um, helps to heal wounds and injuries and fat. Chronic inflammation is what can really do a lot more harm than good and really can shoot that immune system down. Yeah, because this is going back to saying it's the immune system is spending all this time working on that inflammation and not doing what it's supposed to be doing, like checking for viruses and fighting off viruses or checking for bacteria and kicking bacteria out. So instead, it, it's, you know, really stuck in that inflammation process. I found a study with psychology today, and you know, I'm all about any psychology studies, but they did a study uh, on how yoga can boost your immune system. And they, they had researchers that collectively reviewed 15 randomized controlled trials that examined whether the regular practice of yoga posture strengthen the immune system and reduce chronic inflammation. And the average sample size of the trial was 70. And the sample sizes range from about 11 to as many as 140 participants. And the majority of the studies um, used Hatha yoga. They found, scientists found in these yoga trials, um, they examined the immune system response by measuring blood or saliva levels of circulating pro-inflammatory markers, such as the cytokines, and that's just a protein, but, and they also checked with immune cell counts, antibodies, and the markers of gene expression in your immune cells. And researchers found an overall pattern that yoga reduces pro-inflammatory markers. And I thought that was just incredible because, you know, we always say yoga will do everything, but it, you know, this is a study that actually showed proof that yoga can do everything. And one of the studies found that yoga increased the levels of anti-inflammatory cytokines. And another trial found that yoga could mediate inflammation at the geomic level changing levels of protein that control the DNA transcription of these pro-inflammatory genes. That's so cool, right? Mm -hmm. So as long as we're down the path of yoga, let's talk about what poses, (laughs) right? Because everybody's like, well, what poses? Mm -hmm. And so I went through and I did a search on poses that I know distinctly will help. But then I also did a search on like maybe poses I don't think of or hadn't thought of already. One that we talk about all of the time in our teacher training is eagle pose because eagle pose quite literally is working on the junctures where we have lymph nodes, like right specifically at the throat, the armpits, behind the knees, in the groin. As we talk about eagle pose, it's important to also reference pretty much any bind, any posture where we're doing a bind is going to be working on the lymphatic system. The thought is, is that by binding it, what we're doing is it's like we're squeezing it. And then when we let go of the bind, we're allowing fresh oxygenated blood to come in. It's like a rinse and repeat. 
Yep. I like that. Mm -hmm. Then the next one that I have written down is pyramid pose and pyramid pose. We always talk about in our 200 hour because it is our hormone reset. Pyramid pose is really great for the pineal gland, the pituitary gland, the thymus, the thyroid, everything that sits pretty much from the heart space up. But also it's really good for the adrenals as well, because you're really in this really nice, lovely forward fold. You're stretching through the low back, but you're also compressing through the chin and jaw. The pyramid pose is super fantastic, not only for our hormone health, but also in general for the lymphatic system, the endocrine system. Really just in general, it's super great for the background systems that are working in the body. Yeah. Is it super important for muscle health? 100% and bone health and stretching? Yes. But is it doing much more for that in the underlying? Yes. So another one that I saw, which I was fascinated by, but after looking at it, I was like, well, yeah, that makes complete sense, was a restorative, a restorative virasana or hero's pose mm -hmm. with a bolster and a blanket because you're putting compression on the knees you're lengthening through the inguinal nodes in the hips. And if you do it restorative, almost like with a fish in the throat, mm -hmm. then you're also stretching and lengthening through. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at that. It's restorative and yet super amazing for all of the lymphatic system. Wow. So that one was super awesome. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, two other just major categories. One of the categories being twists. And twists because it what it's doing is helping relieve congestion in the body in all forms. Congestion mm -hmm. both in the sinuses, but also congestion down through the intestines, congestion in the stomach, moving processes along and keeping energy flowing in the body. So twists, but also forward fold poses for the same reason is that compression through the abdominals, that compression in both the thoracic cavity and the abdominal cavity, so that when you go to open up again, you're just reintroducing fresh oxygenated blood into the area. So it's real cool. That's awesome. You know, one thing we didn't mention is, well, how long do you have to practice yoga to get this effect? In the study that I did, they, the researcher didn't really have a conclusive answers answer, but most of the research studies lasted from eight to 12 weeks. So I don't know if it in, you know, increase the immune response before that or not, but they measured it after either eight or 12 weeks and there was an increase. But then also the participants varied also from the, in their frequency. There was some groups that um, practice once a week, some people practice daily and they both groups saw an increase in their immune response. Some of the classes were 30 minutes long, some were 90 minutes long. So, you know, for me, you know, and you as a yoga instructor, that is going to tell us a lot as far as the immune health and stress as well. But, you know, a lot more is going on. And so just making that commitment to get in. Yeah, you know, of course, I vote for, I mean, if someone asked me how often should I do it, I would say three to five times a week. If you could average three to five times, even if one of, you know, several of your practices are shorter, it's going to make a difference. But I love that the study showed even once a week. Yeah, that's so cool. I always tell students seven times a week and anything up to that is great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Well, some other healthy ways that you can strengthen your immune system besides yoga, and these are easy, don't smoke. Now, for me and you, that's pretty easy. For some people, it's not. So if you have to try, if you do smoke, you know, if you can make a commitment to stop, that will help your immune system. Eat a diet high in fruits and vegetables regularly. Maintain a healthy weight. If you can maintain a weight and not do the yo-yo dieting, because that puts a lot of stress on our body. But maintaining a healthy weight helps. Try to drink alcohol only in moderation. Get adequate sleep. And I know we've talked about sleep with immune health and stress response and everything before. Sleep is very important to keeping your immune system working properly. Also take some steps to avoid infection. We have all a nation of hand washers, hand sanitizer users, but this does help with your immune system. Try to minimize your stress. With our um, episode before this, we talked about planners and we've talked about planners in the past. Now get a planner, minimize some of your stress and then current with all your recommended vaccines as well. If you, if you choose to take vaccines, they kind of prime your system to fight off infections. And that is according to Harvard Medical School. In addition, things that you didn't mention on that list would be some energy medicine. Oh, I didn't, but yeah, I'm saving that for you. (laughs) No, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Would be things like thumping or like in our episode a few weeks ago, neurolymphatic massage or lymphatic flushing. Both of them are fantastic also for immune health. But thumping specifically, you know, and you and I have talked about the EMF where it goes down the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. for immune health, you can get specific to at the forehead below the eyes, which are the two sinus cavities. At the K27 points, you think about lung health, right? Vibration through the lungs. At the thymus, which is also vibration on the lung space. And then at the spleen points, which is also just the outside of the lung points. So Mm -hmm. for immune health, this is, you know, your sinuses as well as your pneumatic function being the lungs and your breathing. So pretty much anything from the oral pharynx down to the lungs. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing when we're doing thumping forehead, cheeks, K27, thymus, spleen, mm-hmm. which is lovely. And you can do that every day. Yeah. You can do that sitting watching television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. Thumping has become, I swear, one of my new favorite things. I feel like I find myself doing it a lot now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, the neurolymphatic massage, which if you don't know what that is, go back and listen to our episode. There's a whole process to it. Again, just like all things can be done in parts, can be done as a whole, can be done once a week, can be done seven times a week, can be done seven times a day. There's never too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I love it. I do, too. Also, having a good pranayama practice can help boost the immune response and you can set an easy seat and really kind of choose your choose your favorite pranayama and they're all going to help with decreasing your stress and helping with the immune response yeah and i would probably focus on anything that is working the exhale so things like bellows breath breath of fire mm-hmm. or like a Visama Vritti and an unequal breathing, but really focusing on the exhale. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I didn't even have that on my list. Cat, way to go. Oh, books. How about some books? Do we have any book recommendations? I do have. I'm 
you have some Ayurveda books that you can recommend. I'm going to suggest the two books that I like always when it comes to medicine and physical wellness is BKS Iyengar's Path to Holistic Health. And then Yoga as Medicine is also one of my favorite books when it comes to dealing with actual medical conditions in combination with yoga and wellness. I don't have this book, but I want it. And it is now in my Amazon cart. It's called The Immunity Cookbook, How to Strengthen Your Immune System and Boost Long-Term Health with 100 Easy Recipes. Ooh, I love that. And I bet you as long as we're throwing it in there, it's going to be turmeric, ginger, peppermint, eucalyptus, probably frankincense. You know, like we talk about oils in general, and those are great oils to be throwing in diffusers to mm-hmm. keep in your house starting October 1st through April 1st, right? Absolutely. And, you know, in general, eating with fresh ginger at this time of year, using cumin and using turmeric as part of your seasoning for meals. And I don't love fresh cracked pepper, but I'm learning the health benefits of fresh black pepper are kind of incredible. So I'm trying to convince myself to eat fresh black pepper. You know, I have never met anyone until now that didn't like fresh black pepper. I put that stuff all over everything. It's like joy and sunshine. I just sprinkle that shit everywhere. (laughs) I do not. So it's it's a work for me. It's a work in progress. I don't mind... The spiciness and the heat of peppers, I do not, I'm not a fan of the spice and heat of black pepper. So I also know that I need it and Mm -hmm. I'm adding it. I'm trying. So I'm working on it. I just love you keep dancing around. Where are you dancing to? Well, my last book recommendation is the complete book of Ayurvedic home remedies. I was just going to mention that. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> this one has incredible recipes for all kinds of things and has different ways, a whole little section on how to stay healthy and restoring balance, um, home purification. It's just a fabulous book. So what else do you like about it? Oh, I love that book just because it's, well, it's all about health and wellness, but it's also an Ayurvedic book. I love that it's got a uh, a section on like home remedies. Uh, that's my jam anyways. You know how I am. I know. It's got um, recipes for toothaches, for sunburn. It's got recipes for have, if you have a cold, for a sore throat. Like, um, for example, for a sore throat, um, drink turmeric milk. And that's uh, one cup of hot milk boiled with a half a teaspoon of turmeric at bedtime for a sore throat. So it's got just wonderful, wonderful things in here. So it's a great book. So I love it. So get your immune up because we're going into the season where people aren't going to be feeling good. You're going to be running across all kinds of people who are sharing all kinds of fall and winter colds. Keep your immunity up. Do your yoga, do your thumping, and let us know what's your favorite remedy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. 
and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.